Neo420, Neo420.com, Neo420 Talks, talking all things cannabis and hemp, plus some other stuff. Oh boy, I'm telling you, we're here again today, June the 5th. Yes, indeed, June the 5th. These days are just flying by. And we're covered up with thugs, criminals in the streets, destroying businesses, destroying communities, all in the name of a man that got killed at the hands of the police. It doesn't matter which way you want to talk about it. As far as George Floyd was on drugs heavily whenever the police tried to apprehend him. Nevertheless, that you, there's reports that he held a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach, threatening to kill her and the child. Don't think about that. That's not what the media wants you to think about. They want to glorify this person as a person that they can hold their flag on and scream their rage, claiming racism and police brutality when there has been no evidence of either. It's complete ludicrousy, but do not think this is new, people. Because this happens, if you were alive four years ago, you know that this happens every four years. This time, it's been accentuated and heightened even further because we were in the midst of a nationwide lockdown from this Wuhan virus. So, everybody that was sitting at home, relaxing or stressed, got pushed into this trap, and it was absolutely a trap, a clandestine trap, to take the words of this speaker that I'm going to bring to you here in a moment with this exceptional independent news journalist report about what's really going on, the when, the how, and the whys. Oh, and not to mention the who. And it's, it's going to blow your mind because this is the truth that no one wants you to look at. This is not Donald Trump. This is not any of the stuff that they try to tell you about. This is completely different. This is completely different, people. This is not what the narrative is being pushed by the controlled media. And if you listen to the last couple of uh, podcast episodes, I've talked to you about what's really going on. And I've given you examples of how TV personalities, TV reporters, and TV channels are not presenting the facts. The one that I may not have mentioned to you, but I'm going to tell you right now is the one that was pushed out by MSNBC. We're posting it right now on our Instagram feed, at Neo420Talks. It may be up there by the time this is posted. If not, I'll try to get it up again, either there or on the actual um, 
posts, either in the storyline or in the posts. But this is from MSNBC, and the title of their report is Imposed, what is the first word? Imposed U.S. as protesters hit the streets. U.S. as impossible, I'm sorry, protesters hit the streets. And the image that they give you looks like a city being burned. And that image is actually in the movie World War Z on the official trailer. Go out there and check out because MSNBC shot that out as breaking news. And they used fake imagery to suggest a fake narrative. Do you understand what I'm saying? That happened, and then go back and listen to the one that I exposed here in Portland, Oregon, from Channel 12 News reporter, Bonnie Silkman, using the word, using the phrase, a black man, instead of just stating a man, and using that race-baiting rhetoric in order to pull at the strings of the emotionally immature in order for them to start creating the chaos that they're doing at right now at this point. But you'll see it. And as I told you, you know, we've got a post up right now. Don't you find it a bit odd? Just when the Bidens, the Clintons, Hollywood, the deep state, and Obama administration are about to be exposed, the COVID-19, which is the Wuhan virus, Hits like a tidal wave. Oh yeah, let's not forget about the upcoming presidential election. Wake up, people. As you notice, most of the people that are in these marches, in these protests, etc., they're young people. And like I said in the a couple of podcasts ago, uh, I think we finished last week, I hold the parents accountable for this. Thank God we're seeing some parents that are actually going into the streets and getting their child. There's an article that I've uh, saved out here on. It's it's at the underscore typical underscore liberal on Instagram. Dad is pissed. Take the child back to the basement. It's this image of this little punk protester, little girl, in a black outfit, blocked out, as the Antifa people say. Great article, I mean, great report up on Project Veritas right now. Go and check that out. They've exposed Antifa for who they really are, from Rose City Antifa all the way across the country. So go and check that out. But on this feed, it said, when dad catches you at the rally. This dad, this definitely a medical professional because he has scrubs on, walks across the street into a group of protesters, grabs his daughter by the arm, and escorts her back away from the protest. And the sick part, people, is this young punk kid is still filming live with her phone as if she is making a difference. Do you understand this psyop? PSYOP, whenever I say that, is psychological operation. 
It is a means to which will change your way of thinking based on what they show you. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring you Millie Weaver's report right now, titled Teaser, Democrats Running Clandestine PSYOP to Overthrow Trump. made disparaging remarks that if black Americans don't vote for Biden, then you're not black. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Rightly so, this started trending on social media, negatively impacting Biden's presidential run. So, what are Democrats to do? Deploy IIA or Internet Information Activities for Psychological Operations. Cherry-picked incidents that end up on social media are amplified in advance of a trigger point. The trigger point can be manufactured, or in this case, a real tragedy. Once the trigger point happens, the PSYOP is deployed. According to a pioneer in social media psychological operations, the initial kickoff of Black Lives Matter was an IIA operation. From 2007 to 2010, I helped in pioneering, bringing the Army and the Force Psychological Operations Group drawing flyers from planes to a more targeted social media approach. With my work in the Middle East is that I helped develop the capability. When the government contracts these jobs out, uh, in most cases, the contractors keep the intellectual property rights to it. So when we when we lost the rebid on that contract in Iraq, the work that we spent for the last year with the Force Psychological Operations Group, all the all the information, all the stuff, the, the database, all the stuff that we collected for them, we took with us. McChrystal has a company, and he has the same products that General James Jones Technology that was once used to combat ISIS propaganda is being um, employed by a Democratic uh, Political Action Committee, a super PAC, and this uh, super PAC has enlisted the assistance of General Stanley McChrystal, and he has openly stated in this article that they're taking a weapon of war that was designed to counter ISIS and Al-Qaeda, and they're using it against uh, the U.S., against American citizens. I will tell you, one of our private security that's with us here today, he served in Iraq, and he told me he never thought that he would see a scene like he saw in Iraq here at home. So let's get you right to that video, some of the latest coming out of Minneapolis, where you can see many businesses destroyed, buildings burned, people have set fires. A sign that some of the looting that is going on there is not necessarily related to the main protests going on. If I was trying to stir up the riots, I would be sharing links to other people like, hey, look, this guy beat that guy, or they're doing this over on this street. So one guy could be like a room full of people and all of a sudden other people join that chat room and that builds your search engine optimization. Chicago, New York, Denver, Phoenix, Los Angeles, and here in San Diego, longtime activists say these protests demonstrate the public's frustration. There have been some bad actors that have infiltrated these protests, have started throwing things at officers, have started attacking their vehicles. I am... Sunrise's executive director and what our work has to do with ending white supremacy. Black organizers and multiracial groups of organizers in Minneapolis. Real quick, if you didn't catch that, this organization is called Sunrise Movement Organization. They need to be on the list of terrorist groups. Less have been building power in the city for years now. You have teams of people that are 
going over this stuff, be able to identify vulnerabilities or potential exploits that you could use. And these campaigns that folks are running are strategic and they're winnable uprisings, including including actions like burning buildings, um, are legitimate and powerful forms of resistance um, and are resisting brutal and violent and dehumanizing systems um, like white supremacy. Our job as people who are who are organizing ourselves as part of Sunrise and as part of other communities and movements is to make sure that this burning energy doesn't only stay in Minneapolis and that we spread like wildfire. So last night, when that police station went up the flames, me and my girlfriend, we, we poured shots. We were happy. These budgets uh, put podcasts online. You'll never know this podcast is bought for by a sub by a contract for George Soros. The auto zone is on fire. This is the third building within two blocks. Organizers on the ground need money right now. We gotta move that money to our comrades. As soon as this system is brought down and a new revolutionary system is in place then you put your life on the line, and if you have to, you lay your life down. I've recognized several people that are like literally all across the United States at different protests, busting opposition on that side and on this side. To me, it looks like it's a deep state operation. My concern is that this has CIA written all over it. We are only a couple hours from the CIA headquarters in Virginia. I'm an internet troll. That's all we're your trigger. Come on, George fucking Soros to send me my check. I'm an outside agitator. This guy, I recognize him. He was at the RNC. He's a he's a organizer for Occupy. The rally's organizer, Jason Kessler, he says he attended Occupy Wall voted for Obama. I supported Obama in 08. I'll admit that. I even volunteered for him. I'm kind of a free agent. You know, uh, I kind of bounce around. Uh, I got a few uh, friends from every group. I'm kind of on my own. I, I don't know. I, I just want to be able to, I don't want to have these loyalties to one group, you know, so I can do whatever I want to do. I'm an equal opportunity protester. I'm protesting against Trump. I'm going to Philly. I'm protesting against Hillary. Democrats or Republicans, doesn't matter. You know, as long as the check clears with these people, they will work together. This tear gas just dropped right near us. It's going to get very bad here if we don't have masks. So, I ain't, I ain't peaceful. I ain't no protest. I'm violent. I was working a contract in South Korea for the Department of Defense at the time in 2014, and I saw this stuff happen. I had my colleague, uh, who was really good at, at, at uh, doing trace routes and stuff, he trace routed it, determined that it was, and determined that it was coming from Ukraine. They were using proxy servers to appear like they were located in uh, wherever the Michael Brown name was. Thank you. It started as a peaceful protest in one of Europe's busiest capitals. Today, it exploded into massive violence and bloodshed. Now on the brink of a civil war. At issue, should Ukraine have closer ties to the U.S. and Europe, or Putin's Russia? Our team is on the ground and under fire in this fast-developing and breaking news story. That is the extent of that report. Heavy hitting information. As you heard, this is a clandestine operation that has been brought from 
the lines of war across the other side of the planet here to the streets of America. This is not being facilitated by President Trump or any of the administrative personnel that he is able to control. I say able to control because people, I hope you understand, the president has certain limitations that are able to be done without congressional approval or organizational approval underneath the administrative hierarchy. President Trump just recently fired IGs, which are inspector generals of different organize I mean different departments within the government. Every single department of the government has an inspector general for that department. A majority of them were placed by Obama and they have still been in having allegiance to the Obama regime. This is an attempted coup in opposition of our duly elected president, which is a representation of the voice of the majority of the people here in this republic. We un are under attack from domestic groups that are trying to overtake the government. We must wake up. We must share this information so others can be aware of it. If you have any tips, send them over to us. Contact at Neo420.com. For those who do, I salute you.